Hello, and welcome to the wizarding world of Strixhaven. I am your hostess with the Moses Necrozak, and this is the Into the 99 podcast, where we've got 99 cards because Commander is number one. We are joined, as always, with our other hostess with the Moses, but not as Moses as me, of course. Uh, well, I was going to say Brian, but Brian's off hunting elk or moose or meese or whatever you guys is. Uh, He's on a spirit quest. He's on a spirit quest. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we have Dan, Ryan, and Tony. How are you guys doing today? Yeah, doing fantastic. Good. Doing pretty good. Um, everyone has seen that they're already spoiling Strixhaven stuff because we can't just enjoy a, a release set without the next one shoved down our throat. But today, we're going to talk about it because there's some interesting things. It's news. It's Strixhaven. So, yeah, um, Zach, kind of tell us what the set is about as like an overview. Like, where are they going? Okay, so from my understanding, we just, what, last week? No, a couple days ago, my bad. We actually got an article posted on Wizards, like, home site where they're talking about Strixhaven and what it kind of looks like. And from what I'm gathering, um, this plane is basically just a... Another magical plane, obviously, but this one is dedicated to different schools of magic. And it looks like we're getting five different schools. One, two, three, four, and yes, five. That all already exists color-wise in the magic universe. We're getting, you said, what was it, Tony? Uh, or The enemy or Enemy ally? colored. Enemy. Yeah. So we have, um, I'll just give what they're, no, I'm not going to try to pronounce some of these names because I'm not going to embarrass myself on podcast more than i already uh, do i'll so. go for them where are they here um so we've got silver quill which is orzov prismari which is is it witherbloom golgari lorehold boros and quandrix as simic so this seems pretty exciting um you know it's another with us being commander players we absolutely love our dual and tricolor commanders so it looks like we're going to be getting a lot of love for these colors that already have very strong foundations in our format which means other commander decks are probably going to get a lot of really cool stuff Um, along with this information that was shared to us by wizards we also got to see some of the key art for the new set as well as we are getting a cycle of commands like we got in um, the tarkir set or tarkir block i should say um, and it's already kind of given us an idea of what to expect from each college and kind of which ones are already going to be super lacking, I feel like. <laughs> but not in art. The art is definitely, definitely perfect. Um, yeah, so we'll go into what they actually are. We'll start with the one. Uh, we'll do Lorehold Command. Number one, it's Boros. Give it, a, give it a lower CMC. Everything else has a good CMC, and they're like, Boros, jack it up to five. It's three in Boros for an instant, and then all of these are modal. It's create two, so you uh, choose two, sorry. Uh, option one is create a 3-2 red and white spirit creature token, or creatures you control get 1-0 and indestructible in haste, or three damage to any target. Uh, that target player gains three life, and then sacrifice a permanent draw two cards. Had this been down at like the three CMC, it would have been killer. And Zach, I'll let you explain the best meme for it. So if you are seeing this, or if you're following along with us, there is what appears to be a dwarf holding a um, scroll that's also a Gatlin gun. And uh, I'm a very big It's Always Sunny fan, and there is a meme of this card with Danny DeVito's head. So it just came out blasted and floating around the internet. So anyways, I started blasting. Um, So with, like Dan was saying, we, we 
you know, we got this lore hold command. What's neat too is Wizards also gave us some like snidbits for the school. So I'm just going to go ahead and read those since, you know, every, every bit of information is going to help us. Are we to gonna, kind of... Do we want to do all the commands first and then go into the schools and our predictions or do we want to go back and forth? I think we should do the, I think reading the cards fine than reading what the school is so yeah. that we can. So we'll go maybe... into lore hold first. Yeah. So lore hold is the name of the first college. Uh, lore holds are diligent researchers and daring adventurers, passionate scholars obsessed with history. They explore the past by poring over archaeological artifacts and summoning long dead spirits. For some students, the past is rich tapestry worthy of disciplined study, while others wear the tapestry like a cape as they jump into a forgotten tomb. Their motto is leave no stone unturned. And we kind of can see all that in this card, right? We're already, we can talk, we can see where they're talking about, um, where I just read this, uh, the spirits with creating spirits, um, the typical Boros stuff, being able to like, maybe you turn a stone, you know, sack something, find treasure. That's where you're drawing your card. So I would say that while this is feels like it is overcosted, they did do a very good job with like, here's the command. Here's what you can expect from lore hold. Here is their, you know, their whole ideology and it, it is well represented in this card. It's effects are pretty cool. And I love the artwork. Like it's very, 40k-esque without like the space marine style armor right but like those big scrolls i I looked at it instantly and i was like i can get down with this uh it also looks like we're gonna see a lot of uh non-humanoid creatures on the plane uh there's this giant elf mage thing or not elf elephant mage thing on the artwork and i just i'm very into it i'm assuming that we're going to see more Luxidan, which will be very exciting. Like we did get that, um, what with guilds of Ravnica D and D got the Luxidan as a playable race. So I'm really hoping they're going to push, you know, we get more Luxidan and actually call it Luxidan. That'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I like this Babar looking guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, so do, since, since we're kind of already going like command and the school, do we want to do a little bit of prediction now since we've already got it fresh right here? Yeah, um, I I think we're going to see just general Boros shenanigans. A lot of, we're probably going to see some fire breathing. I think we are going to see a bunch of haste enablers, token generation, and like little little aggro, like weenie strategies kind of thing, you know? I I think that a lot of, uh, we're going to see a lot of uh, helix, not helix pinnacle, uh, what is the, lightning helix. A lot of those kind of effects, right? And that's kind of already stapled a little bit into this card. Um. I, I, I feel they, like we're going to get some some good life gain from it. I think they too say like when they're talking about pouring over archaeological artifacts and summoning long dead spirits. I think we might get to see some really cool legendary artifacts and maybe some kind of like karmic guide revelarchy type effects, bringing stuff back from the graveyard. Honestly, something like a Sunforger style artifact where it lets you uh, equip and then pay to go search a library for something that'd be a pretty cool artifact for them to have found. It's like we said before on many other episodes, they have to set up the gate watch is done. That segment of the story is done. So they're going to be trying to set up new legends and new planeswalkers for the future stories. And and it looks like we are starting to see that we'll go into some of the packaging a little later on, but I am really hoping to see some really cool legendaries that stick out because we've had so many good ones in the past, right? And they just can't infinitely rely on them. It's cool too if they, Go ahead, Lotus. Yeah, in the artwork of the actual Lawhole command, there's some kind of giant titan golem. So mm-hmm. I'm wondering if there's going to be any of the um, 
When they were in cow time, you had the um, Titans. I can't remember their name. Like, oh, like Earl me. and... Uh, or, no, from... No, uh, I don't even know what from, were. Yeah, no, um, but they had some big mechanical Titans back on e- uh, Aether Revolt. Oh, yes, yes, the uh, Gearhulks. Gearhulks, that's the one. Love it, the Gearhulks. It, it reminds me of something like that. Oh, that'd be awesome, yeah. Big old um, mechazoids? Yeah. I'm... I'm curious to see if um, we'll get a callback or if we'll get prowess in this set pretty heavily because prowess was, you know, obviously big in Tarkir and this already feels like with just the commands, we're already having that kind of a feel, right? Tarkir 2.0 um, on a different place. Well, Tarkir gave us a lot of really good stuff. Mm-hmm. So I would be curious um, with Lorehold, I think we'll end up seeing a lot of like looting type effects or now that we've really been pushing um, like treasures in a lot of these previous sets, it wouldn't surprise me that this is going to be, you know, our draw a card, discard a card, make a treasure token, that kind of stuff. Well, and it, it's interesting you say looting because like you said, they're, they're archaeologists, right? They're digging up old facts. I think that they, I think you're right. I think there is going to be a lot of loot effects, right? To try and find those treasures. I, I didn't even consider that, but I, I do think you're right with treasures being pushed so much with Goldspan Dragon just coming out. Mm-hmm. I, I think they are going to keep it going. And Wizards has made it very clear, or at least they have been trying to make it clear that they're doing everything they can to make the community feel better about white and its card draw and its ramp. So with us having a Boros, a Boros guild for lack of better term, or college, sorry, I I feel like this is going to be the set where they're really going to try to push harder on like, here's what you're going to expect for white ramp moving forward. Here's what you're going to expect for white draw moving forward. And to do that, I think they're going to utilize red very heavily to get there. Well, if you, if you were going to shove draw into white, this is the place, right? Mm. I think it'd be neat if they could also come up with an ulterior use for treasures, like have something that creates a treasure, and then you could sack the treasures to do something other than just mana, like a creature that you could sack like three treasures to bring back an artifact from your graveyard to play. That would be pretty cool, like an offering-based kind of thing, or even if there was a creature that treasures you control also have uh, sacrifice to draw a card, that would be a great mechanic. Mm. Or they just bring back Investigate. Investigate is great. I can see Investigate working here, too, with just, like, how... It determines how, like, they're going to really push Lorehold. Are they going to be more um, neutral? Are they going to be more, um, like, lawful? It it just depends, but I could see looting-type effects, or I could see Investigate, where they're exploring and finding these things, not necessarily looting. Well, I've got to say, Gatling Scroll looks interesting. Yes, um, I need a galley scroll. So, well, you say investigate. We've got we're going back to uh, Innistrad, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's our next like big set after this, right? So yeah, uh, maybe that this, could be D and D. Then Innistrad. Oh, that's right. Is D and D after this? Time. Oh yes. man, I'm going to be poor this year. Hey, <laughs> and, uh, not to to derail Strixhaven, but before Strixhaven, we get the new Time Spiral set. Yeah, that's yeah, remastered. Eh, I'm all right with it. I, I haven't seen enough to be excited. I have a lot of old cards. I'm good. <laughs> um, so let's move on to the next college. How did we pronounce this? Did we settle on a... Is it, is it? Prismari. 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 Um, does someone want to read the command and then I'll 
read the... Sure. I'll read it. So it's a colorless blue-red for an instant. It's Prismari's Command. Choose two. Prismari's Command deals two damage to any target. Target player draws two cards, then discards two cards. Target player creates a treasure token and destroy <laughs> target artifact. So already um, there we're seeing treasure tokens right back into it. That's and I an didn't interesting even... one. I didn't even read the commands. I just I saw that we had commands and the colors. So. I'm, uh, like I'm definitely like pretty excited to see the use of this in Riel. I really like Riel. The draw and discard is going to be great for that deck. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, I I didn't read this earlier, but each college has their own slogan too. So Lorehold was leave no stone unturned. Prismari is express yourself with the elements. That's pretty cool. Um, the artwork so, is absurd. Yeah, the colors are just beautiful. Yeah, like that in foil, foil is going to blow my mind. So Prismari are the, what's that? Theater? Is it? Yeah. Oh, sorry, is. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, they're the, they're the Isig um, guild for this. So I'm assuming just more of what we're already seeing, right? Like lots of damage, just like little burst damage and a bunch of card, well, looting effects here too. Um the destroy target artifact it kind of kind of surprises me on this kind of card. I don't I don't know how you guys feel about that, but red's well, definitely ge- a red ability. Yeah, red's generally a pretty yeah. strong destroy artifact. I, yeah. I feel like though that this card is more red than it's blue. Like deal two damage to anything is red. A looting effect is red. Like draw two, discard two is red. Treasures are typically red, and destroying an artifact is typically red. Yeah, well, um, draw two, discard two is blue. Discard two, draw two is red. That's fair. Yeah. Unless you're talking faithless looting, because faithless looting was draw two, then discard two. I do. Uh, I do like the utility on this one. Mm-hmm. I do too. I, I have a feeling that you're going to almost always see people do the middle two, draw two, discard two, and create a treasure token. And then I think the other two are going to be more fringe, at least in commander. I'll probably be destroying artifacts with it. I, I think that it's a really good spot to add removal into your deck. Mm-hmm. And I say all the time, people don't run enough removal. I agree with that a thousand. I guess percent. what I'm more surprised about is we have a destroy target artifact as opposed to like return target permanent or return target artifact to an opponent's hand or something like that, or player's hand. Um, that's kind of what I was surprised about. I would have loved to see that, like return target non-land permanent to its owner's hand as opposed to uh, dealing two damage to a target. Yeah, but they can't put too much utility onto a three mm-hmm. mana, right? Like, it's. I, I, I think this is a pretty balanced card. I think it's definitely got a lot of place for inclusion. Uh, you're going to see it in a lot of Niv-Mizzet themed decks, uh, both like the Niv-Mizzet Reborn and Niv-Mizzet Perrin style decks. And I think it's going to be a solid spot in just a lot of multicolor decks too. I can't see any reason not. This is not an auto include in every is it deck. Oh well, or Jeskai. This is also this fits yeah. in pretty well with most Jeskai themes, or even Grixis. Like it's not super. Yeah, that's very true. But... Yeah. All right. So um, a little bit on the Prismari. Prismari, the theater kids of Strexhaven, and magic is how they express themselves. Their spells can be spec. Uh, spectaculars of raw creativity or meticulous artistic expressions. All the world's a stage, and where their and wherever their art is informed by mind or emotion, Prismari always leave a lasting impression. Their motto is "Express yourself with the elements." So, I mean, that makes sense. The art definitely, I think, pushes that. Um, I, I definitely, I don't know. I feel like the lore hold definitely may 
from what we've seen so far, the two commands that we've discussed, I think Lorehold did a better job of expressing the college in their command versus Prismari. But the Lore, kind of... the Lorehold does seem really focused on this is what we do as a group. Mm-hmm. But okay. I guess that would make sense for a red card. Well, no, because Lorehold is red. Huh, I don't know. Yeah, but but they're the Law and Order people. They they seem pretty strict on it, right? Yeah. No, I, I, I think that you're going to see a lot of, like, elemental effects, a lot of things that are going to casting spells matter. Um, with the uh, them being theater kids and big theatrical spells, I think we're going to see some good X spell dumps in red and blue, possibly. Something that can be, like, this big theatrical effect or kind of be utility. I think we're going to see Blue Sun Zenithy style things. I'd love to see something kind of like fall along the like subterranean tremors where if you pay a certain amount, it does something. And then if you pay more, it does something. And then if you pay even more, it does something. Yeah. Almost the modal X spells. Yep. I, uh, yeah, I just love X. I, I love mana dump spells. So I'm hoping that we get some good ones. Yeah. I'm just looking at the artwork and it reminds me of weirds. Yeah. Yeah. It also kind of would... reminds me of the art of like Lutrimi. Mm-hmm. I would love to see weirds. That was a that's a good one. I didn't even think about that. They're a very interesting creature type, so that could really fit here. Honestly, if they're expressing themselves through their magic, that like if they're the theater kids, so weirds kind of. <laughs> I, I guess we should have also. Um, we'll say what the commander deck names are because they've they've released the names of them along with them. So the Lorehold one is Lorehold Legacies. So I think we are going to see a artifact enchantment equipment style deck for that one maybe with sagas yeah oh i do love sagas this one is called prismari performance and obviously they haven't spoiled anything but pretty excited to see like again a performance one i would have thought that it was all about being like efficient reading just the name but now that i've know that it's the their style is theater then i think we'll see a lot of cool things and maybe things that increase for the number of players in the game like the bigger your audience for a spell, yeah, like a big, big splashy stuff. Yeah. Uh, anyone have any other predictions for the? Is it? I mean, I think it's honestly just going to be. It's going to do it as it does. <laughs> I think. <laughs> unfortunately, I think even with the way they're saying it, it's going to be a lot of big, big mana spells, like real flashy stuff, lots of instant sorceries, and things that want you to cast lots of instant and sorceries. I think uh, I'm going to call it now. Pick up your Kaza the Royal Chasers now while they're dirt cheap because they might be really good for this. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, just excited for more cards for Anala, like those kind of wizard themes. X, I, uh, I, I like wizard as a tribe, so I'm hoping that we get some other cool ones. And yeah, I don't know. I, I just think that they'll be pretty neat cards in the yeah. Prismari. Like the theater kit is an interesting thing for like the is it, which is generally like study based. So, yeah, I, uh, I think that it, they'll be a pretty good one. Uh, do we want to go on to Witherbloom next, Zach? Um, we have, what's it, Quandrix next. Quandrix I next? Think is how you say okay, it. yeah. Yeah. Um, Lotus, do you have the Quandrix command up, or do you want me to read it? So, I do. Yeah. Quandrix command is one green-blue for an instant, and you get to choose two. Uh, return target creature or planeswalker to its owner's hand. Counter target artifact or enchantment spell. Put two plus one plus one counters on target creature. Target player shuffles up to three target cards from their graveyard into their library. I love this one. 
I think it's got, again, a lot of pretty interesting utility. Uh, I, I like the Planeswalker bounce on a card. I think that's fun. I'm yeah, just imagining if Oko was still in standard with this. Yeah, I guess that, <laughs> that, that would be a nightmare. Oko sure I'll destroy your Oko, like not if I have anything to say about it. I also like if you're when you're some of the um, Planeswalkers that have the just strictly minus abilities... And some of them have like the really awkward ones where they get to like one and you have nothing to do with it. This would be a nice way to bounce it back to your hand and get further utility out of those planeswalkers. Yeah. I I um, do like no, the utility in these. I, I think the utility is very interesting. Um the the bottom one specifically, target player shuffles up to three target cards from their graveyard into their hand. Like it's nice because, like, I'm assuming we're going to want to, you know, put instances of sorcerers back into our hands. Um, or, I'm sorry, into... Library, yeah. Library, which makes sense. Like, we're going to refill. But also, we see, like, we, we're not going to go over them just yet because we just got here. But Silver Quill and Wither Bloom, specifically Wither Bloom, already talk of... I have Black, so we're already assuming Graveyard Shenanigans. So yeah, it looks like this nice. is going to be a card. Yeah. It looks I, like these are going to be. Uh, this is going to be a card that's going to try to help balance against the coll- against those other colleges. So I'm very curious if we're going to see a kind of with it being a school. If we're going to see some um, uh, what's some rivalry in between the different colleges with how some of these cards are kind of lining up. It's, it sure seems that way. Well, I think the Simic Graveyard hate is also pretty interesting because there there's a lot of decks that run reanimator style effects like animate dead. Uh, any of those reanimate cards and getting rid of their thing they're trying to reanimate is hilarious we'll be right back ever thought modern video games should be more interesting at the gaming blender we take randomized genres mechanics and make a new game every episode i've added permadeath we have a survival game of a hardcore simulation which could be house flipper and with the permadeath of XCOM. then that all has to be an action adventure yes Oh dear. Yes. And sometimes it doesn't quite work. And you have, you have a construction off over the course of the of the narrative. A construction off. The <laughs> way the way we can do this is that we ditch your idea entirely. Entirely. Check out the Gaming Blender on all your favorite podcast platforms now. Yeah. I love it. Um I also really like to we've um, we've been talking about the art, but just looking at the three um, commands we've seen so far, this is probably one of my favorite favorite arts so far. Because when you look at it, like um, Quandrix, their thing is math is magic. That's their slogan. And when you look at the like the way they're casting their spells, everything is very like hard edge. You know what hard I mean? Hard angles like, as very, well. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and, exactly thank you that's the best way to put it and even their like uh school symbol or like the watermark in the cards which all these commands have watermarks in them which i'm assuming is there's there's you know they're kind of like the guild look yeah exactly um it it really they're doing an awesome job and wizards like i like they've been doing an amazing job with their art specifically and really like enforcing like when we're on a plane that it is very unique the characters matter you know what i mean like the the world building is definitely there and i just i love this kind of stuff like these schools are all very different and the art is very like showing that um so i'll go ahead and read theirs is math is magic is that correct Mm -hmm. yeah 
Quandrix. That's pretty cool. Uh, Quandric mages are ingenious math magicians. They study patterns, fractals, and symmetries to command power over the fundamental forces of nature. They'll solve a Rubik's Cube while contemplating the metaphysical properties of the universe and can recite every number of pi backwards. Their motto is math is magic. So I like how they made a reference to the Rubik's Cube in magic. <laughs> yeah, and pi. It's very it's very interesting. I'm I'm excited to see what kind of cards we get here because a lot of these the commands seem like they're very open ended, but so far I think Quandrix command is the most open ended of the two others that we've seen. Yeah, like, kind of can go anywhere. Yeah, and I don't know what to expect for this school. Like, we see the typical Simic plus one plus one counter. That's what I like, was going to say. That's this. the only typical thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't know what to expect. I'm very excited to see how this school is going to play out, though. I'm yeah, I... really just looking at the artwork and. The guy on the far right looks like a merfolk, so I'm hoping we get some really good merfolk coming up. Oh, merfolk! I don't know would if you need great. any more good mer- merfolk. I I do okay. really like the art color theme <laughs> as well. Like the 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 lore hold is very very red white themed. Prismari is very mm-hmm. is it themed in its colors. So I do really hope that they have like these really cool designs across the other guild slash school specific cards. I just I think that these the artwork on them is really amazing. I think all of it is setting up some very interesting characters and I hope we see more of them because they all look unique for for every one of these characters that is front and center in these cards. They all look very interesting. I'm curious if if each for um if you're if you're not on the website looking at these but um for each college, you know, we have the we have the picture of the college, the name and then their um slogan and there's a character on each one of these i'm wondering if these are going to be the headmasters or if they're going to be like i don't know like these look like the students i think yes i'm curious how that's going to play and what kind of hierarchy we're going to see within the different colleges speaking to that i really hope that they have like an archmage level thing where there's multicolor or at least a five color kind of joda-esque figure out here yeah that would be very cool hopefully it's a change I just like five color <laughs> cards. <laughs> All right. Um, so do we want to move on to silver quill? Yeah, we'll talk yeah. a little bit silver quill here. Um, the last two commands are sorcery speed. So the first three are instant. These last ones are sorcery. And I think that they are a little stronger. And I think that's why they're shoved into sorcery. Silver quill command is two and the Orzov colors. It's white and black. Choose two. Target creature gets 3-3 and fly until end of turn. Return target creature with mana value. Two or less from the graveyard (laughs) to the battlefield. Target player draws a card and loses a life. Target opponent sacrifices a creature. So obviously that mana value is is kind of a funny thing. I think they've decided to change CMC as of this set to mana value. It's a new templating, yeah. Yeah, mana value, CMC, it's the same thing. Like they're, they're just trying to get things easier for newer players to understand and converted mana cost is is big mouthful to say so i don't know but uh anyways i really like the sacrifice theme built into it i like the drawing a card and losing a life like a typical black thing yeah i think that it's i like this card quite a bit it has reanimate zach please go ahead (laughs) yeah like it it does what you kind of expect from orzov honestly like uh, you know, sacking a creature, drawing a card and losing a life, like we said, and the reanimate. The only thing that seems kind of out of place is the target creature gets plus three, plus three and gains flying. That it's feels very white, though. Yeah, I was going to say that's very, 
the others are very Orzhov, and then you get to that one, which feels just super, just that's a white ability. But that's that's yeah. fine. I mean, that's, it fits the colors, obviously. So I'm curious to see if we're going to see a lot of, like, enchantment-style effects in uh, this school specifically. Um, with seeing the plus three, plus three, and flying, uh, I'm not sure what to really expect from the rest of the college, you know? With this card, like when when you play these commands, do you, does the person casting them choose which uh, ability resolves first, or do they resolve in order on the card as as they are down the card? Yeah. Okay. So you can't you can't sack a creature then bring it back with the the, the other ability. <laughs> They're ordered in a set way. <laughs> if only. I know. I was thinking that I was like, I could sack my own dude and then bring it back. What is this silver quill motto? Sharp style, sharper wit. They are dressed. They are dressing. Yeah, yes. They're all dressed pretty sharply. Yeah, these, these are, are the these are the Draco Malfoy of the. I, I was going to say this looks like universe. the Slytherin school. Yes, yeah. the the aristocracy. Well, even just the main character on the art reminds me of like how Draco would look in the Harry Potter universe, <laughs> right? Very clean cut, very like fancy looking. I'm curious about this school. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm assuming we're going to see a lot of um, a lot of like uh, aristocrat style stuff in here. Just already from looking at target opponent sacks a creature, um, and with sharper style or sharp style, sharper wit. I'm. I'm assuming we're always going to outvalue our opponents with this school specifically. I mean, drawing a card, losing a life, still outvaluing returning a creature uh, from grave to the battlefield. Yeah, I feel like that's what this school is going to be a lot of is basically just going to be a very large value train for what to expect from these cards. We uh, I also forgot. I, I already I already forgot the commander deck thing I just said I was going to do. So the Quandrix <laughs> is quantum Quandrix. So it goes again into their math theme. Oh, I hope there's a quantum leap sub theme. Yeah, <laughs> yeah hopefully. Like, I think that you'll see a lot of... Uh, like you were saying, math or like escalating things where it's like choose one, two, or three kind of style effects. Ooh, level up. Cool. Ooh, I, I, do, I would say. love level up. Yeah, that would be awesome. Fun mechanic. This last one mm-hmm. is Silver Quill Statement. Not last one, sorry. Silver Quill Statement is the name of this Orzov deck. And again, if they're sharp wit, they're, they're making a point. You know, I'm curious. Um, sharper, sharp style, sharper wit. I'm wondering if we're going to start to see bards like more prevalently in this school. Well, yeah, it does cool. say um, silver quills wield the magic of words from inspiring battle poetry to biting arcane insult. Ooh, that is barred to the T. And D and D is next set after this. Well, Tony, do you want to you want to finish reading that then? Yep, stylish, intimidating, and tirelessly competitive. These mages are born leaders with razor sharp wit and natural charisma that can be used for good or for ill. Their motto is sharp style, sharper wit. Love it. Sounds like a bard. Yeah, I would be so excited. Every every character I ever build in D&D is high charisma based. Um, if you like, couldn't tell, I'm super high charisma based. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm, I'm very curious if that means, like I said, if we'll see enchantments or if we're going to see more instance like speed um, kind of battle tricks you know what i mean or even like pacifism type effects with enchantments see i might be clutching at straws here 
but the artwork for Silver Quill is black ink swirling around them. Mm-hmm. And, and the character on the command on the far left has... They're holding up a black swirl of thing. It looks like a musical note. Are we seeing some hardcore be... bards? I, I would might... be so excited. Bardcore magic? <laughs> it would have been so much better if they would have somebody in this picture would have had an instrument. Well, you know, like like we've talked about, um, a lot of us are big D&D nerds, and I've played bards that don't musically do anything. They're all lyrical. They're all oh. like... Yeah, so it's not impossible that these guys are just bards <laughs> i would be so excited well bards are I storytellers mean, you get all the same abilities just by telling a story yeah theoretically um we could see some bards in prismari because they're th- um yeah they're like the theater the theater kids oh man i wonder how that would be templated on the creature would they'd be like they'd probably be soldier bard, bard or human bard well, it's the same as like Yis on the, what is it, Yis on the Wandering Bard? Like you put a verse counter to do something. But I don't think he's yeah. actually a bard, is he? I don't. Like think I don't think it's been a, bard. yeah, I don't think it's been a creature type just yet. No, but I mean, you could you could have an ability that is something to do with like verse counters or verse ability to do something. But I don't think I I could see like a human bard, elf bard. Oh yeah, I think that it'd be a very cool creature type. And I think a lot of players would be drawn to, like, bard-themed decks, yeah, for sure. Yeah, Yisan is a human rogue. Human rogue, yeah. <laughs> My bard is a human, or is a, a bard rogue. <laughs> so I'm, I'm definitely curious. I hope that's a thing. Um, do we have any more we want to talk about with Silver Quill, or do we want to move on to the next college? I really like the idea that they're, that they're turning into bards. Yes, I think I, that's pretty I cool. Be, I'd be so happy. <laughs> I mean, I think you're going to see typical Orzhov shenanigans. Hand manipulation, sack manipulation, graveyard manipulation. Yeah. See, that's that's what I'm curious about, right? So, like, I'm expecting every college to do what we expect from the guilds of those colors, right? So, I'm curious, like, and I believe Wizards knew that for well as they were releasing this information, as they were releasing the art and these commands, that we were basically, as players, going to be like, all right, yeah, like, this This is is what I expect. Yeah, so I'm curious. I don't think I think they would sandbag on purpose like this so that like, yeah, you guys are expecting this. But here's what you guys didn't expect at all from this. So that's what I'm most excited about is like, I'm glad that they're giving us this base where it's like, okay, yeah, my Golgari is still acting like Golgari. My Orzov still acting like Orzov. I'm I'm more excited to see the stuff that they haven't showed yet. Like, this is how they are different. This is why Strixhaven is its own plane. And I think they did a good job. They think they're doing a good job giving us these commands, making us think exactly what we think of those color pies mm-hmm. to, to trick us. And then they're going to be like, here's all this really sweet stuff. Mine's blown. All right. So are we on to wither bloom? Yeah. What's, did we say what the commander deck was called for Orsov? Uh, yeah. It's for, uh, uh, silver, silver cool statement. Okay. So wither blooms, motto is get your hands dirty um love it uh i'll go ahead and read this one it's what uh, you expect Bloom... from Golgari, just so you know that get your hands dirty i love that theme wither bloom command is a black and a green first sorcery you choose to target player mills three cards then you return a land card from your graver to your hand destroy target non-creature non-land permanent with Mana value two or less. I was gonna say CMC. <laughs> target creature gets negative three, negative one till end of turn. Target opponent loses two life, and you gain two life. 
I like that. Card. I have a fe- yeah. I, I, I have a feeling I'm only going to ever, well, I don't want to say only ever, but the first two abilities are going to be the ones cast more than the second two abilities. Yeah. The minus yeah. three minus one at sorcery speed is not the best. If it was instant speed, minus three minus one could be a blowout. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it is I still good to get rid of something that is problematic on the board or to be annoying and blow someone's birds off the board because you think it's funny. But I yeah. think I think Zach and I are going to both enjoy milling three cards, returning a land or a hand, and then reanimating something that I milled into my graveyard. Well, it's also a pretty good card in Tiny Leaders because it hits two-thirds of the mana values this you can have in true. it. Mana mm-hmm. values yeah. converted mana cost. Even the neg three, neg one in tiny leaders would be really good. Well, or even the lose two life and gain two life, right? You've got a lower life total. So in commander, it matters. But like in commander, two life is nothing. But when you have 25 life, different story. Yeah. I think that uh, I think it's going to be like you said, this one's going to it seems the most Golgari esque. Uh, Mm -hmm. Their commander deck is called Witherbloom Witchcraft. So I think we're going to get like a lot of necromancy themed things. And I know that Zach loves it. Yeah, this one, I'm already very, I'm already very excited. Like I said, I, they're giving us basically what I expect from every guild. So I'm super, super interested to see what these schools of, or these colleges of magic brings us than what the guilds have already established. And And I hope we get hags or just witches. Yeah. Witches and hags like, Bog hag or something. Uh, yeah, I, I I'm very curious to see. That's another thing too. Like, is with how they've been um, <clears throat> with us setting up for the D and D set, and how they've been templating creatures. Like, we we really need some of these like uh, creature types to come through. Like you were saying, like witches. I think would be would make the most sense to really like push and utilize in this set. So moving forward, we have that kind of stuff because there are plenty of. You know, like I, I've wanted to build a witch deck and there's just we have wizards, we have witches, but n- there's not a lot of correlation like there needs to be. So um, I'm hoping this school will really push that through. Um, so Witherblooms, uh, a little bit of information on them. Witherblooms are goth bio majors. <laughs> they draw power from the essence of living beings, whether that means enhancing nature or exploiting it. Witherbloom mages are most at home riding zombie crocs, picking herbs for potions, <laughs> and hanging out in the swamp making grim jokes. Their motto is get your hands dirty. Some goth kids? Well, yeah, that's pretty that's pretty fun. It almost looked like the, the way that they're saying it, like riding zombie crocodiles, picking herbs for potions, and hanging out making grim jokes. Making swamp wait, hanging out in the swamp making grim jokes. It's almost like they're saying that this guild to me is like a joke. I love it. I'm curious if this is going like so. Kaldheim seemed very serious, right? Um, the last, I'd honestly, the last couple commander or not commander, sorry, standard sets have seemed very serious, and this doesn't feel very serious right now with how they're explaining the colleges. And how they're like really going into detail. I'm curious how the story is going to play out and what that's going to mean. Like, are this these feels very battle bond? Yeah, that's a, that's a very good way to put it. Like, so I really think it it feels like the the creative crew got together and binged watch all the Harry Potter movies and then decided they're going to make the Harry Potter set and make it all like silly and fun before Voldemort <laughs> gets involved. Well, like I said, that, that's what I'm. Like I said, I was saying that we need we need more new legendary creatures, right? Magic has been a game that's gone on for so long, and a lot of them are kind of done, right? Like you, you're bringing back a lot of things, like with Modern Horizons two, 
we finally got an Urza and a Yawgmoth and stuff, right? But they need new characters. Uh, so many people are getting into magic right now, so it's really easy to attach to a new legendary creature that you just love. I think that this is a really good spot and way to go about it, rather than just, okay, we're going back to Lorwyn today, we're going back to this, back to that. They need new planeswalkers and they need new cool legendary creatures on those planes. That's kind of what I was that's kind of what I was getting at with how they're doing this story already and how they're like really like getting us to know these colleges. You know, it's kind of silly, you know, calling these these guys goth kids and like talking about how Prismari like or Quandrix are dealing with Rubik's Cubes and all that. Like the theater kids, the nerds. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it feels very much like a sitcom. And that's the kind of stuff that I think we remember. Like, yes, strong storytelling has always been well has been a big part of magic and even stuff like this where it is kind of silly like this is the kind of stuff that we remember this is the kind of stuff as players we're going to identify with you know Mm -hmm. i really wish that magic would go back to like blocks though because this would be such a fantastic set to like do a three block arc and you start the kids all young and then they grow up and as they get more power they become into the legendary creatures or into the planeswalkers and that would be pretty or depending on how the you know the architecture and architecture, but the um, hierarchy works, like they go from being like pupils to like mage uh, magi to like arc mages for their college, like that kind of stuff would be neat. That's where like this would be a great place for level up. Like I know it probably won't happen, but that would be amazing. Like you know where we get level up, where you can put those experience counters on these cre- le- you know legendary creatures, and they become stronger versions of themselves legendary creature with level up when it hits max level up flip the card it's a planeswalker on the other side i'd be fine with that they have (laughs) said that we will see the modal double face cards in this set and that would be such a cool mechanic to have it like you start out as the 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 pupil on the one side and then flip into the arch mage mage on the the back side like it doesn't even have to be a planeswalker it could just be a new templated type of creature for arch mage and it's got multiple abilities and that could be pretty sweet. I, uh, on, on the artwork, we are sorry. I just wanted to jump in with, uh, on the artwork, we do see Will and Kenrith as well. So on the wither bloom. No, no. Uh, just in the packaging oh, artwork. So yes, they will be in the story. Like, uh, that looks like that looks to be some of the planeswalkers. They really want to go ahead with. Uh, I believe that I, I don't, I didn't look enough at the lore. I think Kea is still around as well. I, I don't know. I could be wrong. I have no idea. Anyone correct me? <laughs> we have Tyvar, who's a new planeswalker. So I'm I'm interested to see if Tyvar will show up on this plane. Uh, there's the Nico Aris as well. Could be interesting to see. Uh, Cosmina, I think, as well, will be on this plane. Be an easy um, one to move over. Yeah. Do we want to talk about the Mystical Archive next? Uh, I want to do the packaging first, because I just want to sure. talk about what's on the packaging. So, obviously, like I said, is Will and Rowan Kenrith. Then there's going to be uh, theme boosters again. And I love theme boosters. I thought they were really cool. The ability to get things that are more in the colors you actually want rather than boosters, I have always thought is good. Um, So, we will go through. uh, Is there any ones anyone wants to talk about specifically? Everyone knows what one I want to talk about. Did you just um, want to do the bear? <laughs> yeah, yeah I'll, I'll start it off with the bear. There's a bear with a monocle. If it's not a legendary creature, I'm going to lose my mind. 
It's an uncommon. You know it's an uncommon. Oh, I don't even care. As long as it's a legendary uncommon, I will build it regardless of whatever its effect is if it's a legendary creature. And if it's not, I will write a complaint letter. This bear is he exactly like they're saying. It's experimenting. He's in the Golgari theme pack. This is a cool-looking bear. And, like, the monocle, I just... I, I saw this artwork, and I was like, well, I'm going to buy a lot of this set. If bear is, a, <laughs> if bear is like, a prevalent creature type in this set, ooh, you got my money. <laughs> Yeah, I really um, like the Strixhaven, the Prismari theme booster with the the Owl Mage. Oh God, yes. Yeah, the Theater Kid. That's a well dressed cool, Owl too. Such a cool card. I don't know if it'll be any good, but I need one. I hope they're legendaries. Uh, the the Silver Quill one. You're again another very well dressed Mage. It, I can't really tell what their magic is that they're doing, but again, like another cool looking, probably legendary creature. You have a female archaeologist on the Boros one. And then you got some guy just really, really going through it in the math with the Quandrix one. He's got calculations. Is, uh, he's got maps mm-hmm. up. Like he's he's doing it all. Is Silver Quills theme music? Uh, ZZ Top's well dressed man. <laughs> sh- sorry, sharp dressed man. <laughs> it should be theirs. Like I said, there. I I think their uniforms. Like I I love the bear look. I love that owl. But like the Silver Quill, like they they definitely have the most refined look. Mm-hmm. In all of it, like you can tell, these are all self-respecting snobs, and I, I dig it. <laughs> I got money. Yeah. So, um, that was our initial take on the packaging. So there's, there's still more packaging. Don't be crazy. There's still more packaging. Yeah, that was the, oh. that was the theme booster. So we go down into the actual card booster, and the five that are revealed uh, actually go a lot with the predictions that you guys were making. The Strixhaven one that's revealed again. Oh, okay. We've got like the well-dressed, like uniformed, very fashionable looking character, but it is those black swills of ink. And like now that, now that it's mentioned that they have that barred potential, that's all I'm seeing. All I'm seeing is that that is ink. Yeah. Oh, what's, what am I trying to say? What pr- is the Prismari? attack? No, no, I'm trying to think of what attack that uh, bards have in D and D because that's what it's making me think of. Uh, vicious mockery. Yeah, yes, that's such... that's exactly what it makes me think of is vicious mockery. Fair. The um, uh, the Prismari one. It's again a very performance based, big theatrical looking spell swirling around their wizard on the front. Uh, I love the lore haven, uh, like the elephant. Right up in the book, he's summoning an old spirit to talk to, looking excited just to learn about it. Quandrix, again, it's the same thing. A lot of, like, geometrical, like, star shapes in their magic. And then, yeah, that that neon green goth kid look in the uh, Witherbloom. With the weird, like, toad on her shoulder. Yeah, I like I said, I think that this is going to be full of just some pretty solid artwork. And, yeah, they just, they look pretty cool. So I miss that toad uh, on the shoulder. Will that will that tie into Commander Legends where we had familiars? Oh, that'd be pretty cool. Oh yeah, that would be great. Multi if they did multicolor familiars. When when you scroll down a little more on that page and you look at the pre-release packs in the guilds, there you can really see what I mean with that ink on the silver cool one. I don't know how they would introduce it into non-commander sets but it would be really cool to have um like kind of like a familiar like they did with commander legends but something more where you can maybe there's 10 of them and you have them and they kind of attach to your commander to do something really small they have that it's called companion and it wrecked the game 
No, but I'm not, I'm not talking like companion level. I'm talking like something like it, it increases the casting cost of your commander by like two. And when it enters the battlefield, you draw a card. Or it gives your commander like plus one, plus oh. Uh, lieutenant effects and stuff. I, I can see that they will bring something like that back. Oh, but something, um, but something that physically attaches to your commander becomes part of your, like an upgrade for your commander. So hmm. still, still talking about art. Um, this kind of goes in when we were talking about the different colleges. Wizards also on their page has this amazing piece of art that shows all the colleges and how they're connected, like the physical representations of the colleges. And you can see the characters that we've already seen are like in these different parts of these colleges that fit for each school. But then there's one in the middle that connects them all. Yeah, we don't know what that is. I have not seen this artwork. I don't know where it is. It's on the page that I sent you with uh, all the card arts and like the, it's all the like descriptions. A map. You scroll all the mm. way down. There's the map. Oh, I had already pulled up my own thing. Let me. It's almost like it's the campus, and you've got the individual dorms, and in the center is the physical classrooms. You guys just vamp while I look this up. Go ahead. It's it's really unique. Um, this is kind of. Another, I think, key piece of art that w they've been doing a very good job with the world building, I feel, recently. And this is another way to really expand upon that because we're we're all just like art junkies when it comes to magic. And we all want to have our, you know, like, ooh, is this connected somehow? Is this connected somehow? This just, just show things are connected. Now, Zach. Okay, I, I, see can, what, I see what you're saying with this now. That I center thing it. could be the mystical archive. Yeah. That could be. <laughs> it yeah. really could. Oh man, I'm I'm curious how this is all going to play out and why what uh, we're going to be doing on Strixhaven exactly? Because <clears throat> that is with a, any magic. Sorry, sorry, you you finish and then I'll I'll talk about this because I'm just seeing with it. with any magic set. If we go to a plane, there's something there's something bad about to happen or is happening. So these poor kids are probably like, oh, just got to school, about to start learning how to use my you know my magic, and then Emrakul shows up and tries to destroy the world. Well, I mean, it could that's be in a something... that's 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 way. So if, <laughs> if if we touch real, well, I mean, we can touch about the mystical archive in a minute, but it could be something that goes along with the mystical archive and the the cards that are introduced. It could they discover something horrible in there that does bring some big perilous thing to get. Yeah, it's Strixhaven. I do like that Silver Quill's at the top, like just like those snobs would like to be. Love it. Love that. <laughs> I love that, like, just the er the aristocracy-based set where they're just all, like I said, they're dressed better than everyone. I love all of the look and aesthetic of that school. Dan, are you building a uh, I'm a building every one, of these, every one of these. I have no so, self-control. I was looking at the map of the colleges, and it sparked something in my brain that was like, it looks very similar to the layout and structure of Battlebond. Yeah. Obviously, Battle Bond's on a different plane of Kyliam, but everything just seems so similar. Like, there's artwork in Battle Bonds that is very flashy in Is It Colors. Um, mm -hmm. Out of Bounds is one of the cards. It's a big, flashy spell. And the whole point of Battle Bond was not just to win, it was to do the biggest, flashiest thing possible. It's and interesting... It it, it's just interesting like just tie in like Quidditch. <laughs> right. It's interesting too because like we've already said, the Ronins are on or Will and Will Ronin and the Kenrith, whatever. Yeah. 
Kendra, thank yeah. you. Um, they're already on. They're on this plane, so we know that there is some kind of connection between, obviously, some battle bond stuff in here. And from just looking at like the battle bond lands that we've gotten in Commander Legends, like a lot of this seems like, like you said, the art is very similar. So I'm curious if there is some kind of back and forth. Like you know, most people don't know planeswalkers exist. Some people do. Like I'm curious with this being such a magic heavy set if people know that the Kenrith exist and that they are planeswalkers and they are from, you know, they're, well, I don't know. They're not from here, but you know what I mean? Like they've been here enough to create these kind of like um, connections. Yeah. I think that it's uh, also a good spot for them to ram in a few other good lands. Like we just had the pathways and I didn't mind the pathways, but I like lands that tap for one of either color. Mm -hmm. So this is a good new cycle, but I do think it's really interesting that, the, the battle bond connection and Will and Rowan being able to go back and forth between them. Maybe that is going to be something that they've like made these friends here. They saw the threat on call time. So they know that they've got a train to get stronger for whatever's happening. We did see Vorn collects on call time. So they could finally realize that they have to deal with the Phyrexian threat. Well, I mean, if we have, Oh no, never mind. I'm thinking in a strad, not new, new Phyrexia. I would have some, Vorinclex did actually complete the mission and go back to Phyrexia. Yeah, I didn't. I really should read the Caldheim story. I did not read it. <laughs> but it I did. would be very, like, I'd be very interested to see if, or well, I would be interested to see if the next couple sets we get, like, a Phyrexian in each set. You know, like, we had Vorinclex and Caldheim. Maybe this set we'll see, like, Jinkataxis or see Shieldred. That could be uh, what's Shieldred. in that archive is Jin. Jingataxis would make set and make more sense in this than any of the other Phyrexians or any of the other Praetors. Oof. Jingataxis would... is brutal. Yes, he is. <laughs> Love it. So I'm curious. I'm Brian definitely put... curious to see. Brian put it in a group hug deck. What an animal. Wow. Yeah, that... Like that. <laughs> That's not. You play Jingataxis, you... the target just goes like the hunter's mark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you get it out, you know what you did. Uh, do we want to talk about? Yeah, the mystical we do. Archive? We obviously want to talk mystical archive. It's going to so be. I'm excited about this. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you go ahead with it. But yeah, like the mystical okay. archive okay. seems pretty, definitely pretty neat so, for what they want to do. Thematically or in the story, it says uh, the mystical archive. It's whatever area of study you choose, you will have access to our vast library of resources with spells and knowledge spanning all of magic. Some spells are certainly too dangerous and powerful, even for careful mages. But at Strixhaven, we value knowledge above all else and thus have a library of historical spells to rival any other. This collection, housed in what we call our mystical archive, contains a litany of spells from simple mind spells to powerful and deadly spells most shudder to look look toward. We house them in our biblioplex, and, luck, and lucky us, Professor Onyx happens to be sifting through several tomes right here with students Ronan and Will, Normally, only students get a look, but we'll make an exception for today. And the ones that they teased were Demonic Tutor, Opt, and Swords to Plowshares. And then it also says, additionally, we have a significant portion of foreign language students. The Mystical Archive is available in all languages, but we have something additional and special for our Japanese students to learn and see. Um, and they, of those three spells, they also leaked Japanese versions of those spells that are pretty over the top art on all and of them. come in etched foil as well. Etched foil only in the collectors though, sadly. So 
but you can get a you're going to get one mystical archive in every single pack and there's a chance equal chance of it being foil like there is the old foiling way not the new like not where there's a foil in every pack um but like dan said the etched boosters will have or sorry the collector's boosters will have etched foils and you have a chance to get up to three of these mystical archives in the collector's boosters it says at least three Oh, wow. Yeah, and the collector boosters. They should be definitely valuable. The What and, were the three that were spoiled again? Sorry. Uh, it was Demonic Tutor, Opt, and Swords to Plowshares. Demonic Tutor with a reprint is definitely something very welcome. And it, it I have to get a Demonic Tutor in this artwork. And honestly, Swords been, to Plowshares is wonderful as a card. Yeah. Um, Demonic Tutor also has been templated differently as well. Uh, it's it reads now search your library for a card put that card into your hand and shuffle doesn't even say shuffle your library so what do i shuffle just my hand (laughs) (laughs) um it doesn't really impact our format but these are also if you if you play draft or sealed and you open one of these you can include it in your draft deck or your sealed deck but they are not uh legal they're only legal in the formats that they're legal in as far as the constructed formats yeah flat That's, out also the fact that they house them in the uh strixhaven the, biblioplex it's a baller word i can't yeah i was i was real happy as soon as you said i was like biblioplex i was like okay okay that's that's what I'm saying. That that middle thing is the bibli. It's the biblioplex. That's yeah. the mystic archive where they all go to to crack open <laughs> some bonkers, bonkers spells. We're gonna definitely see a legendary guardian of it then for sure. So it sounds like Professor Onyx. Onyx is the, Onyx, yeah. the keeper of the. Well, who is Professor Onyx? No idea. Mm-hmm. We'll find out. That demonic art tutor is or demonic tutor art. Hard words. Uh, demonic tutor art looks just wonderful. So does the Swords of Plowshare. I really like it. Um, and the I Japanese think... versions are beautiful. Oh, yeah. I uh, This does further, though, like, go to my point that Wizards is noticing how much people like proxies and alternate art versions of things because they are really, really jamming them into us. And these are, artwork-wise, what you would see in, like, a solid proxy maker. And, yeah, I think that they look cool. I like um... this new Masterpiece series. Don't quote me on this. I swear I saw it somewhere, but now I can't find it. But there's, I think, 64 different spells. 63. So I was close. I did see something. (laughs) So there's 63 different spells that are going to be included into this. So I'm wondering what the... What the... What else they're going to shove in? Well, it's not even so much what else. It's what the insert rarity is going to be. Like, I know that, like, Demonic Tutor is a mythic, but is it going to be... Are we going to get like an average three to five mythics per box in the mystical archive or is the rarity level going to be different? Oh, there's, there's no way we're going to get three, three mythics on top of our normal mythics. That's definitely not happening. Those, uh, the mythic ones will be very rare and I'm certain they'll jam cyclonic rift in it. They just, just just to to make me furious. They're like, all right, we're making, we're making bears. And I'm like, go on. And they're like, and cyclonic rift. Oh. <laughs> so, so we're guaranteed one of these cards in every boost. One, yeah, every one of these types of cards. Yeah. yeah. Also, if you buy a collector's booster packet, you get a chance of getting one of the Japanese ones. I think you get one Japanese one in a collector's booster in England or America. 
Oh, um, I think this where is, is I think here? like you I think what you had said, Lotus, that this might be the first time I buy a collector's booster. This is the first box. time I might actually buy a collector booster box uh, and gotta, instead gotta, of a draft one. The distribution of them is sugar daddy. The distribution is you'll receive one copy from its own dedicated uh, dedicated slot in each draft and set booster and at least three in each collector's as it ha- uh, as mystical archive cards or bonus cards in each draft and set. They don't replace another card with the same rarity in the pack, so you can get multiple uh, rare cards and draft boosters. Japanese variants for Mystical Archives will be found in the Japanese draft set and collector boosters, and at least one will come in collector boosters in all languages. In Japanese draft set boosters, uh, draft and set Mystical Archives and Japanese alternate R versions will appear at equal rates. Um, Before we end the show, guys, I'm just curious. Does anybody know someone that buys... Kidneys. Hmm. <laughs> uh, I think I have to sell one of mine <laughs> to a four-day collector's booster. Yeah, April April twenty-third is the release date, so at least we have like I don't know a month to save for. I these don't even have that. Five my, commander my, decks. My one FLGS will sell out, but he's probably already sold out of them. And they seem to be reducing the the allocation to game stores on the collector's booster. I think the last for Kaldheim, he got four four collector's boosters. And that's all he was allocated. I'm pretty much wow. a standing order for anything commander. Just put it down and I'll buy it. They, uh, <laughs> It's definitely a pretty good pre-order system I have set up. They just know, hey, Daniel, you owe us a few hundred bucks. All right, cool. I'm aware. <laughs> but do, yeah. they have your, do they have your credit card on file? They just bill it and just say. <laughs> that, that would probably be more responsible than how I spend at the game store, though. Oof. Or you could have uh, like set up with your <laughs> set up with your work that a portion of every paycheck just goes into an escrow fund for your game store. It already does without <laughs> that setup. <laughs> Anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, Zach, let them know where they can find our stuff. Okay, you can find us on Twitch at Into the Ninety Nine. You can find us on Instagram at Into the Ninety Nine. You can find us on the internet at Into the Ninety Nine dot com, where we have amazing articles by amazing people in the community. Um, if you like what we do, you can listen to us on uh, Apple's podcast of Spotify. Um, if you want to support us financially, we have a Patreon. Um, we have a bunch of different tiers we've been working very hard on to give you guys the best things for your buck. We have merch. So if you like us and you want to rep us everywhere, go to our merch store and buy things that have our stuff on it. Um, let's see what else. We stream every Tuesday at 7 p.m. EST, 5 p.m. MST. Um Am I missing anything? Yeah, uh, you're too modest. Our... Yeah, we have two shows as well also. We have Bruin It Live with Lotus. Uh, check those out on the YouTube. And also Parallel Thoughts with Benson and Zach, also found on our YouTube. Uh, check them out. Leave some love. And again, thank you guys so much for listening. Also check out Etch Gaming, one of our sponsors. Um, their store is Etch Gaming on Etsy. Uh, they have a lot of amazing products like these cool commander trays and lots of other things. Also, check out xlevelhobbies.com uh, for all your card needs. Um, People just, just love our stuff, be, yeah. yeah. And be kind to each other. Love Unless each other. Unless you play stacks. Brew magic and have fun. Thanks so much, guys. Embrace, have a great day. Embrace stacks. <laughs> Take care. Good night. Night. <laughs>